Welcome back to another episode of One Penny at a Time. I am your host, Harris Elliott. Welcome back to another week of some volatility in the market. But as a long-term investor, I'm okay with that. As always, thank you so much for taking time out of your day or your week or your month to listen into this podcast. As always, I'm always appreciative of every listener and every interaction I get. If you do like what you hear, make sure to leave me a subscribe to your podcast provider and a rating. Doing those things does help me get this out into the algorithm and being able to connect with other investors. Before I go over today's topic, I want to do a couple notes and a couple shout outs here. Um, one, um, in my own portfolio, McDonald's had a 10% dividend increase that was a increase from $1.52 a share to $1.67. Thank you so much. Uh, McDonald's for taking care of your shareholders. That is 47 consecutive years of dividend growth. Also, um, I actually just appeared as a guest on a podcast based out of Hong Kong. Um, Kelvin is the host. The podcast is called The Market and Me Goliath Podcast. I was very, very excited to even connect with somebody from other side of the world. Um, Definitely the biggest time difference I've ever had to do to make something work for a recording or a podcast. We had an 11-hour difference, but uh, I had an exciting conversation with Kelvin. Um, I am going to leave a link at the bottom of the show notes. Um, Please check it out. Give him a follow. He has a lot of good interviews with big authors such as William Green, which who wrote Richer, Wiser, Happier. As well, he recently did an interview with Clay Fink from the We Study Billionaires podcast. It was a huge honor to be able to be a part of that. And then also, I want to be able to give a quick shout out to a listener of the podcast, Vegetable Farmer 11 on Twitter or X. Um, This post that I got from them made my whole week to be entirely, like, to be entirely truthful about this. So, I, in last episode, I talked about how I can't invest for the month of October and November. October is because I'm making up. um, I went a little bit over budget in our Mexico trip. So I need to account for that without taking out a savings as well. In November, we have a home project that we need to do. I can do it with my salary without having to touch savings. I don't want to touch savings unless it's an absolute emergency. So Vegetable Farm wrote in letting me know that um, they've been driving around with a broken radio in their car for good while and that they let me know because of listening to the podcast that they're going to get it fixed life's too short i'm going to get this this radio fixed um i'm always like i say for this podcast if i can help or influence one person i've done my job with this podcast so vegetable farmer um i can't wait for you to let me know that you got your radio fixed let me know um send me a picture or write to me on twitter I love to hear you know that getting taken care of, and thank you so much for taking the time to write to me. So let's talk about the big topic today, shrink or retail theft. I feel like in a lot of earning reports, aside from the word AI, shrink has been a very popular one that's been coming up lately. So retail theft has been on the rise. That can lead, that is, a, that is the cause of a couple things. One, People are trying to survive and they're trying to make a dollar however they can. They don't they don't care about the moral aspect of it. Um, I will never steal because that is morally wrong. I work very hard 
for my money and to be able to purchase things in an honest, you know, an honest way. And I would I would expect most people to do that. But obviously, that's not the case. Um, Also, there's a lot of things going on with retail theft. So I'm going to talk about just more about what I've seen in retail and a personal experience, some stories that I've heard, what I've heard through what I've seen through online and give my thoughts. I'm not going to go with a crazy breakdown. I'm just kind of putting this out there, what I think about this, right? As always, this is not financial advice. I'm not a guru. I don't claim to be a guru. I'm just an everyday retail investor, just sharing his love for investing, sharing my journey, and hoping to connect with other people. So anything I say is obviously not financial advice, so entertainment purpose only. In the state of California, it is not a felony to steal under $950. That is a big issue. I've been seeing a lot of videos on TikTok um, from people stealing from like Target, which I'm a shareholder in, Walgreens, CVS, where people are stealing liquor, toothpaste, cosmetics, a lot of things. And you see people literally stuffing their backpack or their purse as much stuff they can and walk out like nothing. And then the employees are not going to deal with it. So I looked up a statistic. This is coming from the National Retail Federation. Um, retail, uh, the retailers are concerned about safety and the associate violence from these people have gone up dramatically where employees for retail are stating that 77% are concerned about their safety and that 70% are also concerned about associate violence from these people. Some other things that came up on this survey was organized retail crime um, internal theft, gun violence, gift card fraud, and then return fraud were some big things that were brought up to this. Um, and Target, they are projecting $1.3 billion in potential shrink. Now, a thing I see a lot with retail companies is, is all of this from retail theft? Unsure, right? But they are leading a lot with that. And this might not be the full picture with the earnings reports, but... Retail theft has been up. I've seen videos of people like running into cell phone stores doing what's called a snatch and grab. I actually worked in the cell phone store back in 2016 and actually witnessed this myself. I remember it was like a seven o'clock, seven thirty at night. It was me and one other employee. Five people literally walked in the store. And when they walked in, I knew something's about to go off. They grabbed all the tablets and the phones that were literally front desk at the store and ran out. I see people doing that at Apple stores. I see people literally running out clothing stores with the with literally a whole clothes rack full of, full of clothes and running out. And then with all these little miscellaneous things. Big, It's a big issue right now. Um, fo- I'm not a, whole, a shareholder in Foot Locker, but I know Foot Locker is another company that has brought up um, retail theft as a big reason why they're not performing. It's going to cause some of these stores to be obsolete within the next five years. I think that Foot Locker will not be within will not be around in five years. One Nike pulled out of their stores, which Nike was a big product for their sales. But also, you know, just with like Nike or Adidas or a lot of these companies, they are they have built an app and direct to consumer to selling through their apps and that is leading more profit for them instead of doing wholesale. So that is definitely one thing that's definitely going to, you know, maybe kill some of some some stores in the retail. CVS is planning to close 
up to 900 stores by the end of 2024. I know they're closing down some stores to cut down costs, but a lot of these are in high violence, high death areas. Target, I'm a shareholder in, I'm not going to lie. It's one of my biggest losers and it's hard to see Target where it's at right now, but I'm I I'm still going to hold strong into that. Target recently announced they're closing nine stores. Um, they're closing stores in New York, uh, three in Portland, two in Seattle, and three in San Francisco. Starbucks is I'm a shareholder in. Just recently announced that they're going to close nine stores in San Francisco. A lot of these cities where there's not really a big control on crime and violence, it's not worth it for these companies to have to have it right to have these business running and risking somebody's life or just why keep a store open if it's just the it doesn't make any sense. Um, a couple things here. Target claims that, you know, right now in the first five months of the year that retail theft is up 120%. Target also has been in contact with Homeland Security and they're part, you know, they're partnering up with them to try to get this under control. Um, recently, um, I had a stop at a Target on our way back from Mexico and when we landed, we got back to Houston and then driving back to Austin, we had a stop at a Target to get some Starbucks. Um, before I went into the store, I actually saw um, re- a theft protection um, outside of the retail facility and literally at the entrance of the facility. And that's like the first time I've actually seen that with Target. The other night this week, uh, I had a stop at a Target to do to take some cash back out because we were going out to a concert. And I noticed that, and this was in downtown Austin. They had uh, retail security doing their roundabouts inside the store. So I have a target that's less than 10 minutes from my house. I've never seen like death protection or security. So maybe they've identified some higher risk stores and they've uh, they've decided to put in security or put that cost in there to try to get to keep this down to a controlled measure. Um, I want to talk about my experience when I go to Ross. Ross, you know, uh, that's the discount the discount clothing store. Not gonna lie, you find some pretty good deals there. I've bought a bunch of stuff there before. They actually have theft protection walking around the store all the time. Costco, um, I am. I'm gonna shout out here Investment Kage. He has been a guest on our podcast this past July, and he is a huge bull on Costco, and it's an amazing business. Costco. One with the membership, like the membership warehouses, you know, to get in, you need to show identification that you are a member of this business. So that alone right there is a deterrent for retail theft. And then when you check out, at least at the Costco that's right next to our house, there's usually three to four people at the exit checking receipts and checking what you're leaving out with a cart. But then also when you go to uh, the self-checkout, they have all these people stationary in position to make sure that you are scanning everything that you have in your cart and are keeping an eye on you. Costco has done really good with theft and shrink. So that's a business I like to shout out. Um, Target has not been, I think the Target leadership needs to do more. As I was looking into it, every time I use a self-checkout in Target, I do see that there's a camera that says you are being recorded. And I wondered, you know, what does that do? And then I figured out that they have somebody in, the, in a back room or in an IT room somewhere where they're watching cameras and keeping track of people or keeping track of transactions. 
from my my understanding is anytime you use a card, they anytime you swipe a product, it takes a screenshot of your face and they're keeping track of how many things you scanned, how many things are being charged, and they're keeping a profile on you. I know Lowe's has done this before. Lowe's has actually um, through their earnings calls have stated that shrink has not been as big of a problem, but they are working to prevent a lot of this. Um, one thing I know that's being done with a lot of the retail stores is they're keeping high things that are being stolen frequently behind, you know, locked gates that you have to contact representative for. So that's power tools. Um, me and my wife, um, she's a big, if Michael's had a Michael's arts and craft had a stock, uh, my wife would keep that stock that stock running really highly, but I know like spray paints and things to that nature are locked up at Michael's. So, and then I seen that in like Target or like CV. I mean, more CVS and Walgreens that toothpaste, mouthwash, deodorant, colognes are locked up. You have to press a button. Somebody's got to come and help you out. Same with like liquor. Um, there's obviously a lot of ways to prevent it, but this affects a lot of people. It affects the business, it affects shareholders, it affects the consumer, and it affects the employees. So with shareholders, stock goes down because earnings go down as theft keeps going up. Um, Earnings go down means that um, maybe companies are giving um, less than positive outlooks for the future like Target has done. Um, The consumer, prices are going to go up. If theft goes up, People, they, they're going to have to raise prices to try to keep up with the lost inventory or the lost potential profits. The employees, all these stores and all these high-risk areas are getting closed. Uh, are, are the companies offering them a job in another location or are they just losing their job? So also on the consumer side of it, people can't go shop at a place they like them nor probably go shop at. You know, They might be an honest person buying everything by the book and paying everything, but because of other people's actions, that's being affected on the, onto there. How to stop this? That's a big question. I'm going to talk about my experience of working at a liquor store and its customer service. When I worked at a liquor store back in 2017 to 2018, I saw people steal. And I, when I saw that, I go, hey, you're on camera. You need to drop your... Drop your shit. I'm sorry. I'm going to say a curse word and you need to get the hell out. But, you know, then that worked and you have to keep an eye on it. But customer service, if you're having employees constantly rocking around the store asking, hey, do you need any help? Is everything okay? Can I do anything? It gives that sense that to like maybe potential retail theft or people who are trying to steal that, hey, I don't think I can pull this off. Right. Because people are constantly watching me and asking me. I, I can't, so I'm not going to steal. Technology. We've seen a lot of these stores um, put in a lot of security cameras and measures to really keep prof- profiles and keep folders full of people that they've identified who are doing theft and trying to report it to the authorities. Memberships. Um, obviously, Costco and Sam's Club, which is on the Walmart branch, have memberships. I don't see, obviously, a lot of retail stores charging a monthly fee or a yearly fee to go into the store. But what if, you know, like Target has an app where you get benefits for using the app. You can get like 1% cash back on anything. Or if you have the Target credit card, I think it's like 5% back. What if before you go into a store, you have to show your barcode on your app to scan to go in? It doesn't cost you anything, but that's just a way that's like, 
if they're scanning me and they see I'm in the store, I don't as a, if I'm going to try to steal, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. I don't know if that's possible and I don't know what the logistics are with like having how many employees and trying to keep track of that. But it may be something that could be implemented down the line. Um, prosecuting crime. If they're not prosecuting crime, people are going to keep doing it. They need to. They really need to continue to tackle these things and give people the jail time and the fines they deserve for being scum and being thieves. That's not acceptable. But then also I've seen retailers where somebody grabs something, they run out the store, and an employee will literally tackle them to stop them from stealing, and they get fired. I've seen that um, through like Lowe's and Home Depot. They've done that before. Best Buy had one that went viral because somebody ran out. I forgot what it was. I think it was like a TV or an Xbox. Um, this, uh, this woman who worked at Best Buy tackled them, stopped the theft. They got arrested, but they got fired for assaulting the thief. Which then led from Dana White from the U- the UFC, which is now a traded company under the ticker symbol TKO, to give them a job as um, whenever the UFC fights, they do the weigh-ins and they have the fighters look at each other. They have like a person in the middle to separate them. They got that person from Best Buy to be part of that. So, you know, your employees are trying to stop the bleeding in your business and you're firing them for stopping theft and i know a lot of these retailers think hey if you see somebody stealing don't stop them don't hurt yourself but people are tired of this people are tired of people taking advantage of all this and this needs to stop and what's going to probably lead to more it's just you know protecting your assets more things are going to be locked up you got to press a button you need somebody to help you get it out we're seeing that a lot in like in the pharmacy like you know walgreens cvs Will that translate more to, you know, grocery stores? Potentially, I don't know, right? But that is definitely something that's definitely going to be picking up from there. These are my thoughts on retail theft. I wish I could have gone a lot more in depth. I just wanted to speak more from what I've seen and just talk about it from like a real person's perspective, right? I I can pull up a bunch of charts and diagrams and all this, but I just want to more of a sense give my thoughts about retail theft. And something needs to be done and i hope these people who continue to doing this that they get prosecuted to the full extent which will then for honest people like us who are working hard to make a living will then lead to having a good shopping experience and lower prices and as shareholders see the benefits of higher dividend increases and more earnings to leading to stock price movement that's all i had for you today um as always thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me Um, I always appreciate it. And then right now, we are over 50 episodes in this podcast, every episode out every Monday. And as always, as we close this out, whether you're paying off debt, saving for the future, investing in yourself, and stopping retail theft, you'll reach that goal one penny at a time. And I will see you on the next one.